This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabbi Sai. Welcome this morning. We're continuing the subject we've been doing for the last couple of weeks, and hopefully today we will complete it. We're up to Titanic, Part 9. Okay, so we've discussed many um, principles in terms of we learned the Sugya, Mayim Shein Lahem Soif, and we discussed other She'elois, for example, the case of the plane that fell in the English Channel. But we have not dealt with any specific response uh, that was uh, that dealt specifically with the Titanic. And that's what we're going to do today. First, we're going to speak about something that was written in a journal. And then we'll learn the one tshuva that we have uh, that was uh, written about the Titanic. We go to Maramaka number 38. Uh, so... Let me give you a little bit of an introduction. Because there are mo- so many opinions and questions among the Rabbanim, so the Rabbanim turned to the greatest Go'inim of the era to try to deal with the Agunais. There was a Go'in by the name of Rabbi Levi Sternberg, a Ravin Dumbroben, who is the son-in-law of Hagan of Chaim Mordechai, Roller, the Avbezin of Niyamitz, who is one of the Manhige Mizrahi in Serbia. And the question was posed to him. And the, the, there was a lot of pressure to come up with a specific answer because all the newspapers were really stirring up a lot of uh, pressure on the Rabbanon to, to come up with a... Uh, a pesron to come up with a conclusion and a solution for these agunos. Um, and this Rav, Rav Levi Sternberg, used the pages of the Torah journal called Ma'asef, that was published in Shalayim, and he called out to the Rabbanim that they should all gather together and issue one unified psak. Because if there is controversy among uh, the views of the Rabbanim, then these women are going to be in tremendous turmoil. What do they do? This Rav says mutter, that Rav says Asr. Now what? They get married, their children are going to have problems. So he sort of is, is uh, galvanizing the Rabbanim to come together in a unified vo- voice. And one of the Rabbanim, Rav Ben-Sion Kavinka, who is a Rosh Avbezin Shalayim, and was the editor of the um, Kovetz Hama'asef, where this was a Kovetz that had very wide circulation. He also turns in his Kovetz to the Rabbanim that they should try to save these women. And this Rav, Rav Levi Sternberg, um, he gathered together a number of kulas which he believed would be beneficial for these, uh, for these agunas. So let's read together a number... 38. Um, okay, so this is from the journal Ma'asef Krach Beis in the 17th year of the journal. Biyoim Beis Chodesh Yom Echel Yerech Tamuz Excuse me, Baruch Hashem Yom Echel Yerech Tamuz Shnas Taf Ayin Reish Beis You see how they uh, change around the letters. There should be Taf Reish Ayin Beis but that would be Terav, you should be hungry, you should be, you should be starving. Instead of Terav, you should be sweet. And this was written in Dubrovin. 
So he writes to his friend, Moreno Rabbin Avram Kavenka, who is the editor of the Ma'asif. After asking about your welfare, I request of you to publish my letter. All the Jewish newspapers are stirring up the world for the benefit of the Titanic, whose husbands have drowned in the Titanic. And since this is something very relevant to the observant rabbis, this should be clarified in this journal. This is the question of the living. The downtrodden women who remain agunos minitve aniyas titanic lachain dairashasi pisroin laalter. Therefore, it needs an immediate interpretation. Harabonim hagoinim tzrichim lachavos as daitam. The rabbonim goinim need to right to clarify their opinion, articulate publicly. Befumbi. We can't have division here. Whatever the conclusion is, it has to be based not on guesswork, but it has to be based on fundamental principles. In other words, whatever the conclusion is, it has to be ironclad. It can't be a wishy-washy response. I was concise, intentionally. <laughs> Play on words. I didn't want to delve into the endless waters of the Torah, the Mayim She'en Lahem Soif of the Torah. In other words, this is not a time to be mafalpel. we got to come with definitive, clear responses. It has to be interpreted Concisely, and I'm just writing to today Heter in order to uh, arouse conversation about this uh, situation. So, Rav Rav Sternberg comes up with um, four Heterim to try to allow, specifically in this case of the Titanic, the women to be uh, permitted to their to remarry. He quotes the Gemara. The opinion of Rameir was that if a woman falls into water, she can never remarry. Oh man, thank you. If it's finite water, the woman could get married. That's how we paskin. Yesh lohem soif ishtay mutaras, ein lohem soif asura. Now why? Tam ho iser, shalmayin she'ein lohem soif, mevur betaisvis, haloi mishim dechayshin alamiyot matsoi. We're worried about a likely miyot, and it's all lohem she'ein lohem soif. That a miyot of people are saved, and we don't know where they are. Even though from taisvis, it's mashma that even miyuta de miyuta chayshinan, as we pointed out, Toysa says clearly, even if you have two rives, she's Asr. It's only Asr because there is a slight possibility that she would be saved from Mayim She'en Lahem Soif. 
Kedah Chazinan, Rabbi Akiva, Rav Tarfain, Nitzoylu, Be'emes, we find Rabbi Akiva and Rav Tarfain were both saved. Ava b'makam she'ein shum efsharas al pi but in a place where there's no possibility. Naturally, he tiru chachamim, the chachamim mattered, and they did not rely on a miracle. In other words, if there in fact is no possibility whatsoever that somebody would have survived, it's mutter. If you remember, the Gemara over there quotes a situation where a guy miraculously resurfaced after having been under the water, and the Gemara says, ignore that, you know, we don't deal with miracles. Remember, the Gemara wanted to know why is a woman usher to remarry if her husband falls into Mayim Shemlam Soif? The Gemara says maybe he fell into a fish pond or into a, um, a crevice where the fish are and his head is above the water. So the Gemara says, even by Mayim Shemlam Soif, we should be Chayshe, she's still alive. And the Gemara says, no, Mayim Shemlam Soif, Mechila Loishchiach. So we see from here something which is not shchiach at all. We don't have to worry about it and she could get married. And the Ran articulates this, that Rabbi Meir holds, Adam And Rabbi Huda argues. And Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi Huda says it's asr. Shema yatsa la'alter l'meirachayk. The Ran says like this, you know why Mayim She'in Lahem Saif, the woman can't get married? We're worried, let's say, a wave took him immediately. That implies that if, there, if you're so far out into the water, that there's no way a wave immediately took you a thousand miles back to America. In other words, immediately is in the times of Chazal, you fell into the Mediterranean, so the, wa- the wave took you to the seacoast. But if you're in the North Atlantic, there's no immediate. You'd need a wave to, to take you, you know, a thousand miles. That implies, if there's no possibility that the wave took you out immediately, only after many days, then the case of Mayim She'in Lohem Saif would revert to Mayim She'yesh Lohem Saif. Says the Rav Sternberg, this possibility that we suspect that by Mayim Shein Lahem Saif a wave took you, that's only if if there's a real possibility that a wave could have taken you to a coast. In the times of the Gemara, the types of ships they took always stayed somewhat near the sea coast. They weren't going to America in the times of the Gemara. But in our steamships, that they go in the heart of the sea. It is impossible that a, that a uh, wave took the guy to a coast. Even in a few days. Like we learned from Rabbi Kiva Eger, Rabbi Kiva Eger said that the Chumrah of Mayim She'ein Lohem Soif is only in the times of the Gemara. But B'zman when a ship goes out in the heart of the sea, it's not really possible that a wave took them to the sea.
course. Um, whether he drowned close to the shore or far. So in such a case, the first heter that he gives is that yes, the Gemara is machmer by Maim She'en Lahem Soif, but that was in those days. But nowadays, it's not really, uh, it's not really possible. By the way, there is a koivetz over here. If you look at number 39, where he says a very similar type of idea. Let me read to you from Oisvav in this. He says, This is the Sefer Koivetz Knesses Chachme Yisrael in volume Hey Rabbi Avram Yoel Abelson. He says, Nearly Lechadesh by Naguna. He wants to be Mechadesh in new things. He says, if you look in the Sefer Abris Maimer test, the discovery of America, which they didn't know about before, because of the new technology. Maritime travel, the proficiency we have in technology today is ten times as what they used to have. The reason is, they didn't have the knowledge. In the olden days, the way they traveled was, they would just travel along sea coasts. was the reason why sea travel was so dangerous, because the boat crashed on the rocks, or there were pirates, and so on and so forth. But, now that they figured out how to travel in the heart of the sea, they, they set their sails, they have mighty ships, and they come from the ends of the world in one year. So says the Kaivates, he says, The halacha is different. Because now they go, that when you see in the olden days they didn't differentiate between rivers and yamim they always were choshesh because in those days if the boat broke it's very, very possible you grabbed onto a raft or a piece of wood and it's very shy if you swam to the coast. In the last 10 years, we never heard of one person that drowned in the middle of the ocean that survived. How's he surviving? But he's, um, he's Michael Phelps. He's going to swim. He, no, nobody could survive such a swim. Um, Okay, nowadays it's miyot to miyot. So that's the first heter that Rav Sternberg brings up, and this is a heter that others also mention. Look in Ois Beis, back in number 38. Remember back we learned the Machloikis, the Shita, the Mabit. Mabit's opinion was that when a person falls into the water, that's Mayim She'en Lahem Saif. When the water comes onto the boats, that's Mayim She'yesh Lahem Saif, because the person is limited, is trapped on the boat. 
and if the water came on the boat, there's no way the person survived that. Where's, where are they going? They're inside the cabin, the water comes in, there's no way out. That was the heter of the Mabit, which we mentioned the Beis Yosef argued on. The third heter, look in Gimel, Kivan dinitbu harbe meos anoshem. Hundreds of people drowned. Umikulam mehem. Nobody came back. You see, there's always a problem that if two people were on a boat and we didn't discover the two of them, we're afraid they make, made some kind of uh, scam and they both said, you know what, let's not tell our wives and let's, let's start life over again. That's the chash. But if there are 100 people on the boat, you can't pull off a scam with 100 people. Someone's going to spill the beans. So if 100 people, hundreds of people are on the Titanic and not even one person spilled the beans, you know why? Because they're all dead, that's why. Most of them, if not all of them, drowned. Then it's another rive. It's an additional rive. That the Jews on the boat were from the rive who drowned. Aye, we say that another rive doesn't help. We said if the person who drowned is a Tzorba Merabanan, we don't rely on the second rive. He says, The answer is, it's different roiv than Tzor Because if, why? He says an interesting svara. This guy's a big rabbi. It could be in Zimbabwe, they don't know that he's such a chash of a rav. You know? Why? Because he wrote Hagoy San Rav It could be the cannibals in Zimbabwe do not uh, recognize this person's erudition in Tal- Talmudic study. Yeah, but every, every Yid in the Shtibel, they know who this is. He's a master Lamdan. Could be that the, you know, the Native American Indians don't necessarily have not heard of this individual. So just because he's a Tzor Merabanan, it's not going to help us. Um, and especially the boats scanned out the, neighbor, the, the area and their telegrams and telephones and they tell us about whatever happened. And if this person would have drowned, we would have known, known about it. And this is much greater than Sur Merabanan. In other words, Sur Merabanan is just two rives. But this type of two rives is so foolproof, it's uh, something you could rely on. As Rav Chaim Velazhenor in the Pesche Tshuva, it's called in the Pesche Tshuva, says you could paskin based on two rives. And Rav Avram Yoel Abelson also is Mataritz. That even by two rives, we asked Ramayim Shem Lecham Saif. And in the year 1904, there was a similar situation in the boat Valdemir that drowned. And Rev, um, Avram Yoel Abelson mattered it from Odessa based on the two roives, one roiv being Mayim Shein Laham and the second roiv being the fact that um, nobody really survived. And if somebody would have survived through technology, we would have known about it. So that's the third heter. By the way, he points out, okay, and then finally, so these are really two separate svaras. The third svara is through technology we would have known about it, and besides that, of uh, we haven't found anyone who came back, and therefore we could rely on the fact that there's an additional roiv that the people did not survive. 
So this is not a tshuva specifically, but this was a letter written in this Torah journal, which um, this Rav, Rev Sternberg, wanted to matter the Agunais based on uh, his predecessor, Rav Abelson, who permitted women whose husbands were on the boat, Valdemir, in 1904, uh, based on these above-mentioned svaras. Okay, Rabbi, say after the break, we will read the one shuva that exists about the Titanic. And with that, we will close this section of Titanic. I wish you a wonderful break. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.